Hey travelers, welcome to the Travel Reviews Online podcast where we are sharing reviews of places to visit and other travel tips that can come in handy on your next vacation or leisure trip. Join me for this episode and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out ctrap at gmail.com. Story ideas and guest recommendations for the podcast are also welcome. Hey, travelers, it's episode number nine. We're moving right along here. Weekly episodes on travel thoughts and tips from the grounded traveler, Christoph Trapp. And I say grounded because I have no air travel trips currently planned at all. That is a first in many, many, many years, probably 2015, 2014, maybe even so, five or six years. But that's okay. We're still taking a fun trip around Lake Michigan in uh, August, about five days, average of four hours drive time every day. So don't feel too bad about me. We're trying to make the best out of the situation while we're social distancing from uh, other people, which we have done for the last, seems like 22 years here, uh, actually since March. So whatever that is, uh, five months, almost four months for sure. (coughs) Excuse me. So let's talk about other locations in the world, specifically Paris, France. And as you might have heard me say before, I did grow up in Germany, did, did grow up in Europe, actually had never visited Paris while I was living in Europe, while I was growing up in Europe. But I did visit Paris a couple of years ago here. I think it was probably 2017 uh, with my daughter, now 12-year-old daughter. And it's fun to go on these trips with my daughter because you know she just kind of makes up where she'd like to go now she wants to go to amsterdam so at some point <clears throat> when europe reopens for american citizens we certainly will consider that especially if we can find a good deal and you know please listen to my podcast on how to fly first class the cheapest way the easiest way uh there might be some good ideas in there for you and you know certainly Uh, We always do that as well. But 2017, roughly, she mentioned she'd like to go to Paris. And, you know, another another year she said she'd like to go to London. Another year, uh, I think those might be the two examples that come to mind. So I look, can I do a a multi-city trip through London, through Paris, while while we're going to Germany to see her grandparents and, um, and, and uncle? And so we did that in this case, we flew Chicago O'Hare to Paris. There is a direct flight, always a plus when that happens. And we jetted over there, we spent the day in Paris. Of course, we did some of the typical um, Paris touristy kind of things. We went to the Eiffel Tower and, but let me back up for a second. We stayed in a really nice hotel on the river. I don't remember the name of it. Not a hotel I typically, stay in as you might remember hear me say i i do stay at marriott's marriott's and hilton's most of the time but this one we booked through our credit card our um, banks our credit unions credit card and we were able to get a really good deal to 
<coughs> use points to stay there. What's interesting about European hotels, that one particularly, really, really small. Um, the room was super small. Bathroom was super small. Not complaining. We only stayed there for, you know, like one night, uh, really. And we spent most of the day um, visiting Paris. Now, I should do a podcast at one point of why it's important to have uh, a good-sized hotel room, a suite, balcony, those kind of things. Uh, I'll put that on the list. So if you guys are interested in that topic, if you have any thoughts on that, send me a tweet, ctrap underscore travel uh, on Twitter, ctrap underscore travel. Always love to hear from you uh, what your thoughts are. But anyway, so we basically booked that hotel. I think it was like $4, 4 euros in... Um, taxes that we had to pay while we were there. Uh, so super cheap. And then we took an Uber. So you can call Ubers in uh, Paris, just like you can in many, many other countries and in the United States. And we, we typed in Eiffel Tower, uh, I believe. And they took us somewhere and it was nowhere near the Eiffel Tower. <clears throat> so that's something to keep in mind. Make sure you pick the right location in Uber. I don't know how we could get that wrong, honestly, but we did. I said, oh, that's not what we want to go. We want to go to the Eiffel Tower. And I'm, you know, right here I'm standing and I'm, I'm lifting my arms up, like showing a tower. So I tried to explain it to him. And so he took us there. The problem with that is when you take Ubers, you have to make sure that you are going to tip them well when that happens. Because now you're going off route. Now it looks like uh, it's taken longer than it should have, those kind of things. So make sure you either um, add a stop or you tip them really, really well, depending on how far out of the route you go. Um, not sure exactly how that works, but it's just something something to keep in mind. Uh, I would not recommend to, to stop the route and then uh, start a new route because you might not get that driver, quite frankly. Um, but something to keep in mind that you make sure you have the right location in there. So you finally took us to the Eiffel Tower. Uh, like most tourists, sightseeing locations, it's always interesting to see how it lives up to your image that you have. And I have to say, it was nice. It was fun. Um, but it was maybe, it was okay. Um, you know, the whole experience, I would probably say was underwhelming, honestly. Um, you know, there's, you try to walk in, people are trying to sell you stuff nonstop. It's like the sales mop jumping on you. Uh, think of pop-ups taking over your screen on the computer. Uh, this is like the real-life version. Uh, dudes, and I don't remember any gals, but you know, dudes trying to sell you a little replica um, Eiffel Tower. So all over the place trying to sell you things. And I'm like, I just want to take a look at the, the tower. Once you go in there, uh, I do believe you can go up. I don't remember exactly. We didn't do that. Um, the, the daughter didn't want to do that. I just wanted to walk around, check it out. We took some pictures and, um, you know, there you go. What else do you do? This is actually one reason why I always love um, picking a place with a balcony or a beach because you can sit at the beach all day. Can you truly hang out at the Eiffel Tower or any other tourist sightseeing um, attraction probably not right you go you take your selfie you enjoy it for a few minutes and then you go uh, most of the time is spent in lines uh, of course i don't know if it's uh, back open right this second 
Uh, we're still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, certainly, um, but uh, it certainly will open at some point here if it's not open yet. But anyway, so there you go. That's um, that's how that experience was. We left, uh, and as we're leaving again, the mobs of pop-up offline salespeople trying to sell us crap. Um, you know, the other thing that's interesting about that methodology i don't know if they only took cash or not i didn't ask we tried to go by but i hardly ever carry any cash with me so if you don't take credit card I'm probably not going to buy anything from you <clears throat> then we went to into a french restaurant i don't speak french and uh, that is a problem uh you know in many many other countries english is pretty pretty common i didn't feel like uh people were very open to speak in English, and I don't know if they could speak English. Uh, but when I went to Spain, you know, Germany, of course, I speak German. Uh, but even like other countries, uh, you know, in, in, in the European Union, uh, English is pretty common. Um, I only remember one time when I was in Spain, when uh, when somebody didn't speak English, and that was I was talking to a, I was trying to talk to a local police officer at the airport, the Barcelona airport. And he didn't speak English, so he. But there was somebody right by him who did. So uh, very, very rare that that's a problem. Um, but there didn't feel like necessarily that was the appropriate thing to do. But anyway, uh, we ate there. I don't remember what I had to eat, but it was kind of nice. It was a uh, relatively tightly packed together. Uh, I'm pretty sure my daughter just ate chicken wings, um, which is what she eats everywhere we go. It seems. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't remember what I had, but it was kind of a fun experience. We went back to the hotel and that was kind of the day for Paris. We probably took the scenic route back to the hotel. It wasn't right there by the Eiffel Tower, probably 15, 20 minutes uh, away. The airport is not super close. So that's something to think about, um, from all the, uh, sightseeing tourism, touristy kind of things. Uh, so you, you'll spend a lot of time in ubers or cabs um so but that was my experience going over there um then we took the flight over to dusseldorf actually i think we probably flew uh paris to madrid to dusseldorf you can also take a plane you can also take um a different airline like uh you know i i think other airlines air france maybe uh, others fly direct but at that point we were pretty stuck on on the one world alliance so we didn't um we didn't change airlines um, on that trip and booked it as a multi-city trip which also may have made it easier um booked that through american airlines uh, sometimes multi-city trips are more expensive in that case it was cheaper so always make sure to check that out i did enjoy going to paris did enjoy my time there pretty quick just today we landed like at 9 a.m in the morning uh went to the hotel dropped off our stuff and then we, um, then we basically just did all the sightseeing things. So, uh, lack of a better term, powered through. Uh, I don't remember if we both were upgraded to business class. I think one of us um, probably did. Uh, my daughter, I, I, I keep telling people, she's never flown economy to Europe, so pretty sure she did. I don't remember if I did too, or if I was in economy right behind her. But either way, that worked, um, and you know, we got to enjoy a new country a new city really a new city for me uh, i i spent uh summer vacation uh, 94 on the 
west coast of France. I don't know if that's what the term is officially, but basically the the coast to the Atlantic. Uh, and that was a that was a great time. That was in 1994, the year before I moved uh, or came to the United States, rather, um, as a foreign exchange student. And great experience. Uh, at that time, we just kind of drove by Paris. We didn't stop there. It wasn't that close, honestly. I don't think. Um, but is the Eiffel Tower worth visiting? I think it is if you're already in town. But um, find other things to do as well. Um, you know, just something to keep in mind, sightseeing attractions, you know, it's not always necessarily what you expect on TV or, or see in the news. And then the other thing is, um, can you spend any amount of time there, right? Are there things to do? Uh, there's certainly, I believe there's restaurants around there, uh, but I don't remember seeing too many because I looked and there wasn't anything super close. So just something to keep in mind. Um, if you go once uh, travel is back open after the uh, pandemic, hope you enjoy it and uh, feel free to send pictures. Uh, any thoughts? Ctrap underscore travel. I'm Christoph Trapp. Thanks for listening and feel free to check out travelreviews.online for my latest articles. Have a good one.